Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Kikeloma Deniji. I'm the CEO of iSpace Millennial Concepts. This, this, is, this is Diversified Game Game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, all the way from Nigeria, the Super Eagles. By the time you guys see this, Cameroon will <laughs> probably have beaten Nigeria in the African Nations Cup, but we'll see. The you know, we'll see. I have blood on both sides running through my vein. But I have the ice queen, and that is how I am referring to her because, <laughs> man, I can see it. This might be your next big influencer in Hollywood. Pay attention. Hollywood, pay attention. But yes, yes ice queen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Tell, tell me, what has a stay-at-home mom say, I want to get into ice of all things, like ice, ice, things that we all love, but do we even, you know, know how to maintain it, filter it and all that stuff? Tell the people, and I saw and read your your story on how we made it in Africa.com so they can go check you out there too, but let people know, like, why ice? Um, okay, um, I think for... The country that I come from, Nigeria, um, I realized that um, we love to have parties. And apart from that, um, our weather is very hot. So um, starting um, an ice cube business, what really prompted it was the, the health aspect. My husband and his um, friends, his business partners, they keep you know going out and probably they go to a club or a restaurant and they have um a drink or a cocktail, then they come back home and the next time, oh, they're having sore throats, something is wrong for them. And so we realized that, okay, in this part of the world, in this country, um, people producing ice cubes are really not um, producing edible ice cubes enough in the health aspect. So what we, what we found out was that um, a whole lot of people initially were just bothered about, oh, they needed a cold drink or they needed to chew their drink, they needed ice cube to um, mix with their liquor, but they were not really particular about the health aspect. And so we decided that, okay, it, I think it's time for us to introduce another aspect of ice cube and produce edible ones that is safe for consumption. So that was how we got the idea from. Okay, so you were basically just tired of your husband and his friends coming home sick and saying, okay, you're not drinking too much. It's the ice that is doing it. Uh-huh. Yes. For example, in the house, you're taking bottled water. You're very conscious of what you take. You know, you're taking bottled water and everything. And then you go out and you, you're back with salt roots. You're back with typhoid. You're back with diarrhea. And you're like, okay, what's happening? Okay. Now I, I want to get into that because, you know, I have a lot of entrepreneurs come here. Um, we, we have a good, um, good people from, you know, the continent. And a lot of times, you know, the single women will say, 
you know, I'm single because if I had a husband, he might not want me to have an empire like this. He might try to stop me because I might make too much money for him and have to go into these meetings. Talk about how it's been being a married Nigerian African woman doing this business, having success and how it's impacted you and the family. Uh, I'm going to start by saying um, I give God the glory. I think um, he gave me a partner. I've been married for seven years now. So he gave me a partner that um, always wants the best out of me. He's always pushing me. Married to my husband is like married to um, Bill Gates because he's always trying to push you to be an independent woman. He wants you to be financially illiterate. He wants you to have your own empire. You know, so he's not the kind of husband that would... um, you know, pull you back and tell you, yes, um, when I was having my kids, I had to stay home for a while, you know, to take care of the kids and everything. And after the kids are grown up now, my husband was like, okay, it's time for you to go out. What do you want to do? So he's been very supportive, um, especially in this part of um, the country and in Africa, especially when um, African women, um, it's like um, your husband is the head of the house, yes, which is which is normal. But um, I I don't know we see a, a lot of people that um they always having issues between the husband and wife. Oh, the wife is trying to do this and the wife is trying to do that and blah blah blah. That's not my that's not mine. My story is very different. My husband has been very supportive. In fact, um, this business last December was really I was not really at home. I was like. I think in, in 24 hours, I was spending like maybe five hours or four hours in the house. I was always in the factory and it was very understanding. It was supportive. I didn't even cook for the whole month, you know, and it was okay with it. So I would say I'm blessed. Abomina- <laughs> uh, someone just said abomination. <laughs> Nigerian woman, African woman didn't cook for a whole month. I, I said Girl, it for it's- you. I heard you. <laughs> No, I'm mad. I'm joking with you. I want to I, I want to let's brag on your husband real quick, because he seems okay. like he's a modern, um, you know, man and wants the best for you. And I will tell all the men who are saying, see, I just can't have that in my house. What happens to you when you leave? Have we not seen enough Nollywood movies to say if your woman isn't taking care of how your family could suffer if if she doesn't have something to do? So, you know props to him on that um do you think that is something that is rare or do you think that in his age bracket and that the younger guys are just they understand where their uncles and fathers you know where they were and why that might not be the best step for their family for you know not just their lives but even for their kids lives and their grandkids lives is this something of a this new attitude unique or do you see other men taking that as well? Um, I think um, this generation, we are, we are, um, our eyes are opened. Let me say it that way. I don't think he's rare because uh, I have lots of friends that are actually doing well in whatever field they find themselves, career, business, and they've had supportive husband also. So I think this generation is now awoken, like they're woken up and they realize that, okay, it's not just a woman's right to just be in the house, bearing children and cooking and doing the astros. We have a lot of women out there now that are impacting the world, changing the world and the career scene and the business scene, the entrepreneurial thing. So I think it's, um, 
like the this generation is they've woken up now and they've realized that okay i think doing things the way they used to do it in the olden days doesn't work anymore number one the things have changed it's a globe is it's um technology world now things have changed things are expensive so if you want to have it if you want to build an empire with your family and you want to sustain it you want to have a generational wealth then i think both parties need to come together and i think it's just this generation are just they're just um they are they're they're wide open they're no longer sleeping nobody is i don't think there's anybody believing um oh the husband has to be the one to work and the husband has to be the one taking care of the bills and the wife just has to just sit in one place and just keep giving birth bearing children and cooking and all those stuff so i don't think it's rare because i have a whole lot of friends that are doing great things in different um areas of their life and they have very supportive husbands also well i'm glad to hear that i'm going to say that your husband is like a diamond so he he's not the only but he is a rare find and that fits <laughs> you perfectly and i say that so you don't have a whole bunch of other people come knock on the door and say is this polygamy or monogamy and try to take <laughs> your husband you know um they can go find their own diamond um yeah <laughs> Now, reading the story, you know, you went all the way to China to find a machine to to get this done, which, you know, makes sense. Can you tell the people, you know, those entrepreneurs who are just starting, because shipping something from afar, and were these big machines or small machines, and can you give us a range of, you know, what the starting budget is. And I, let me tell you why I say that. Because okay. I want people to learn this is how much you had. Because if not, they'll say, wait, well, her husband was like Bill Gates. So she had it, you know, uh, <laughs> she had all the money a- in the world to, to do her business. So he just did this to pacify her, right? I, I, I don't think that's the case for you. So I, I want people to know you start with what you have and then you can always build up and let it be a teachable moment. So what was the range that you started with to get a machine all the way from China into Nigeria and to do all the paperwork and all that, you know? Um, I was lucky enough. I had investors, which is my husband and his partner. So it was huge. (laughs) I started with a big, I started with a big machine. So, um, it's um how do i put this um okay then you know um because the the machine was got china means that you're importing it to nigeria and then um, cost of dollar is it's not friendly anymore <laughs> so as at the time we did and i think um our rate was 400 or 360 i can't really remember but now dollar is like 500 and something so that's like a almost 70% increase to whatever budget it is. But um, I can categorically say that um, for the smallest machine, which is like the five tons, that's um, five tons is um, 5,000 kg. So for the smallest machine, buying it, shipping, clearing, you're looking at between 20 to 30 million Nigerian okay. money. Yes. Um, in dollars, that should be... In dollars? Okay, that's like $48,000 for God. About $20 million is about 48000 And, you know, 
you, but it's $50,000, yes. And so you had you had his, you know, his, not just his blessing, but him and his friends' investment money. Now, let people know yes. because so. it's nice. It's nice that you, they had that money as investors, but were these just a group of friends or were this like a venture capital fund? Are they financial people um, as, you know, bankers or were they just putting their own money together? So we just a good group of friends, just him and his friends. All right, Nigel, Monique, sweet, it's sweet, and that's why it is because just <laughs> the friends is, is <laughs> so, you know, yeah. Um, so for the um for somebody that wants to start um low, you don't have to start um with the most with the biggest machine. You can start with the five ton machine. There's the ten ton machine. You can buy just one. Being the ice queen, are you mm-hmm. focused on, you know, Lagos, Nigeria, Abuja, all of Nigeria? Or is the goal to say, you know what, if we can do this in Nigeria, where one of our cities has over 20 million people, that we can go to Cameroon, we can go to Togo, we can go to my, you know, other home of Sierra Leone as well and say hey we can do this everywhere is that the plan to expand everywhere or do you just want to focus on the huge market you have in nigeria okay so um where we started um we just wanted to focus on the plan was just to focus on nigeria market especially lagos you know um lagos is like the heartbeat of nigeria so the plan was to focus on lagos maybe expand to abuja and ibadan um, but um, ever since I started, and I think the interview went out, um, how we made it in Africa, I've had series of people sending me mails. Of, okay, they want to do this. In um, I think I got someone in, in Ghana, someone in South Africa. Oh, they want to start this business. Can they? How well can they start? Can I mentor, or is there a collaboration going to happen soon? So I really don't know what the future holds. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but I would like to focus more on the Nigerian market for now. And then maybe expanding in terms of um, setting up the machine. I can, you know, set up the machine in any country for anybody. So, yes, maybe expanding and setting up the machine. But for production and having a proper factory outside the country, I don't know for now. Let me focus on the Nigerian market for now. But for um, um, setting up the machines, installation, yes, I'm open to other countries. Now, to me, it seems like, you know, if people are asking all the way in South Africa, they want you to be, you know, their their coach. And then almost like you have a business in a box where you, you know, you they sign up, you coach them, you tell them, OK, we're going to show you who our suppliers are, how we did it and whether you, they pay a lot up front. Or, oh, I like this. They pay what they can because you know our people always, oh, I don't have all the money that you asked for. Okay, that's fine. We're going to franchise this to you. So once we do get it set up in your country, we are now going to get paid forever. I like that deal. I want to be part of that deal, actually. I want that. I want a piece of that. Um, (laughs) Let let, let me call my guy Diallo. We want that. I'm like, um, this. Sales agents 
for the um the, the china company here so anybody that wants to get the machine here in nigeria they go through me and my team and i will install it for them so yeah mm. we can do that i i love it i love it now I, I <laughs> yeah now ice you yes. know is needed people think of it okay parties, clubs, but hospitals need ice. Um, you know, patients need ice. Have you been able to tap into that market? Have the hospitals come and said, we need the ice queen? How has that been? Okay, so um, part of um, our target market when we started was to reach out to, especially pharmaceutical companies, because we know that um, a lot of pharmaceutical companies, they needed the ice to store some drugs, some injections, some um, vaccines. So we are aware. But the thing is that we are in talks with some companies, but we are still waiting on our NAFTAC um, number. So there's, um, there's a body in Nigeria, NAFTAC. You need to have um, the number. So they need to satisfy you, satisfy you, and then you'll be able to sell to pharmaceutical companies and um, hospitals. So that's just, we're just waiting for right now. We've gone through the diligence process. They've come to the factory for um, inspections and everything. So once our NAFTAC number is out, we can fully go into the pharmaceutical companies and the hospitals, um, the, the, um, the, um, the what's, what's the labs and all sort of things like that. Yeah. So it's not just um, the party people that need eyes, you know, in the health sector also, they also need ice cubes. Can you explain to the people how, you know, you have the ice, what is needed? You guys also have your own trucks that deliver or do people come with their own trucks and pick it up and pay you there? Because I can hear somebody right now in Cameroon say, yes, of course that works in Nigeria, but in Cameroon that could never work. And it's like, why could it not work? It's right across the border. Cameroon gives much food to Nigeria. Um, so why could it not work? How does the trucks and, you know, the ice not melting from one location to another, especially the further out you go, how does that work? Okay, so, um, you know, um, for ice, and especially um, in Nigeria, we have a very hot weather. So if you know, the sun is really scorching. So if you're not careful enough, you have the ice melting. So what we did was that instead of getting, um, you could get a cooling van, for your deliveries. So, but what we did instead of getting a cooling van is we have our own delivery vans. We have two bus, two, two vans, two big bus right now. So what we do is that whenever we have deliveries, most of our deliveries, um, especially um, when we have deliveries to the clubs, the restaurants, the lounges, they won't come to your factory to pick up the ice. So you have to deliver it to them in their um, location. So what we do is that we got this set of coolers. Um, they are called Iglo coolers from America. So these coolers can preserve the ice for five days. No kidding, for five days. They nice. can preserve, yes, they can preserve the ice for five days. So what we do is that when we have orders, we produce them, we put them in the coolers and in, we, we put them in the bus. So the eyes are actually inside the cooler during transit. And so even if it takes two hours to get to the destination because of traffic or three hours or so, the ice is still intact. It's still chilled. It's still intact. It doesn't melt. 
So you can either um, for the cooling van if you have the money, or you can you know go for the coolers, which we did. Okay, and the igloo coolers um, is is that also you know it sounds like. Um, the hospitals, when we see them bring in hearts, whatnot, it's the, you know, they're very portable, correct? Yes. Yes. They have yeah. the, they have the rolling one with the wheels and they have the bigger ones that you can carry. Yes. Okay. I know, I know exactly what those are. Um, so I, I got you. That that's, that's awesome that it preserves it for that long. Now, with the success of your business. And I can already tell the best is yet to come because this is all fresh, fresh ice. What is a community? Yeah. What's a community give back that you are doing or that you plan on doing in the future? I'm actually giving right now because I'm giving everybody safe ice to consume. So I'm I'm actually giving to the community. (laughs) I'm actually Yes, I'm giving safe eyes. You're sure that, okay, the eyes you're consuming is safe and there's no health implication, you know. Um, but um, I haven't really thought about that yet. But um, I love to give, so I'm sure something would come up very soon. I'm okay, sure and, I, and, and I have to ask that, and we have to make it clear, because you know somebody will say, hold on, I heard you were giving this product away. Is it not free? You know, um, no, it, it takes money, you know, over 48,000 just to get it started. If, you know, you're in the U.S. or going off dollars. Now, is this business something that you've been able to get your Peking, your children involved in? Have they been able to, you know, play a hand in the ice game and see how it works? Oh, yes. They come, they, they come to the, when there's, when they're on holes, they come to this factory with me. Weekends, we are there together. They see how the ice is produced. They look at how, because we have a cold room in the factory. Um, so once we produce the ice, we store it in the cold room, which preserves it also to when, you know, so that when customers come, that's why um, we have um, our look, our um, our slogan, which says there's ice 24-7. So even if you want ice at 2 a.m. in the midnight, if you can come and pick it up, there's always ice. So yes, my kids have been able to, come to the factory they love the eyes in fact um mommy we want eyes mommy we want eyes and sometimes they say mommy we need to do chapman cocktail we want to do chapman you know they bring out the eyes and everything so yeah they are they are in a little way (laughs) (laughs) yes yes it all it, it all starts you know just just a little bit now with being an entrepreneur um, you know, you were a stay-at-home mother, but that in yeah. itself is, you know, it, it has plenty to, to do and responsibility. How have you, you know, settled your home? Because a lot of women, especially, they say, okay, my husband's, he's on, he, he's good. He's good to go. He's going to let me live my dream. But is this man going to be able to take care of home? Now, in, in Nigeria, it's much different than the West where house help is common, but there's just certain things that only a mother can can do and do right. So how have you done to like manage the time that I'm going to do to settle the home? Um, and, you know, just just playing that that dual role because a mother's job, a father's job, it's, it's never done. I mean, you're always, you know, doing something. 
Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, a mother's role is never done. <laughs> so um, what I've been able to do is that um, I think um, while I stayed at home, I, th- I stayed at home for almost three years till my first child was three plus, you know. So I've been able to groom them, you know, and train them to the extent that I'm, I'm sure that if I'm not in the house, you know, um, they could take care of themselves to some certain extent. Then I have a nanny in the house also, and I've been very lucky with having good nannies. I can, I've been extremely blessed to have good nannies that even while I'm away, I don't even check the camera anymore on my phone because I have cameras in my house, but I don't check it anymore because I'm comfortable with my nannies. So what I've been able to do is that for the fact that I walk, I make sure I'm, I do my duty as a mother, as a wife, and as an individual. So as a mother, I I make sure I dress up my kids to school in the morning with us, our bonding time. We pray together while dressing up. I drop them off in school. And then as a wife, I make sure I make my husband's food. (laughs) So I I make sure I, I do the cooking. And then as an individual, I still have time for myself. When I come back, I go to the gym. I have, I still have time whereby I have to study. I have to learn. So I've been able to, um, I've been able to, I don't know. I think it's just the grace of God that um, working does not make one lack. You know, I've been able to settle into the different roles adequately no that that's that's good it's good and you know that might be a book in itself because so many people struggle with that and I when I hear it I say my 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 but you know business can move very fast and business can move fast in either direction outside sorry especially when you realize that um if you have good competent um team in your business so um, my team, my team, uh, my staffs are incredible. They are wonderful. They, they made the job easy for me. You know, sometimes I don't even have to be there. All I just need to do is call and make sure things are okay. And they do exceptionally well. So having a wonderful team on your side that understand the vision and the goals of the business or the company or whatever you're doing actually helps also. How did you, what criteria did you do to find your team so often? I don't know if you hear this being in Nigeria, but I'll tell you, I know many Nigerians, especially in that Houston area, I almost want to say a name, but I I won't, I won't call you out this time, but they'll say you can't trust anybody in Nigeria to do the business. You have to be there. Or when you get there, these people don't understand. And, you know, and it's like, hold on, maybe you haven't trained them properly. You know, maybe it's a flaw on the leader and not necessarily the people because you got to hire and pay who you wanted to pay. You have to take some extreme ownership. So what criteria did you have when you, you know, got your team and let the people know how big the team is? <laughs> okay, so we're not so big. It's a small team, but they are small and mighty. <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. I'll say. Okay, so I think, first of all, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a God's baby. I'm going to start by that. So in whatever I do, I always hand it over to God. He's always 
directing my footsteps. So yes, it was one of the prayers that I prayed to have um, a good team. And then most of my teams were recommended from um, my the other partner. So most of them were recommended and based on the fact that, okay, this is the person that recommended them, there was a bit of um, trust there. And when they came on board, we had to do series of training. I had to keep, it was like I was saying the vision and the mission statements every day when I call me like, this is the plan. This is the vision. This is where we are going to. So I kept on saying it to them. We had to train them and that's just it. Although, yes, really, you, you know, when you're doing business, especially in Nigeria, you have to be on ground. You cannot afford not to be on ground. You have to be on, especially as a startup business, you have to be on ground. But having a supportive team, your staff, you know, they need to be, they need to be aligned with you on the same vision. You know, this is the vision that we're having. This is the goal we want. This is what we want to achieve. They need to be able to believe in that vision with you because if they don't believe in it with you, then a whole lot of issues will come up a whole lot of it so we, we're not so much we are little but in fact this december i told you that i was i was so busy december and it was then they really showed their strengths like he's not in numbers it's how he's <laughs> not in numbers they were superb they were they were i just don't know the word to describe them we are not so much we're a staff of i have a staff of um six staffs yes I have six staffs, including the driver, but there are like 1,000 staffs working with me because they are everywhere, everywhere. So I think pray God, you know, to direct your steps. And when you get your staff, you train them, you know, you align your visions, put it on the board where they see it every morning, put it there. Then you have to be strict. Yes, I'm strict at times, you know. You do this, you do that, I'm sorry. You got no pay. Huh. You do this, you do your pay is gone. <laughs> I'm deducting it from your pay. You know, you have to be strict sometimes when you need to be strict with them. Yeah, but it's just technically train them. Don't just assume they know what um, they are supposed to do. You know, train them, empower them. We do trainings, I encourage them to, you know, don't just stick to this thing because you are doing a particular thing. You know, do something else, try and improve yourself. And that way, they are more dedicated to the company. Well, we know many hands make light work. Uh, that's not me, you guys. That's Exodus um, 18, 18. <laughs> but you guys have gotten the game. I don't want to get too much away because what I see for the future with the Ice Queen is a book and many books talking about the business and then talking about how, you know, she did it with the business and the family and just how that worked and expanded. Plus, I want her to look into influencer life. So I'm going to take the last couple minutes I have with her off air and I'm going to, you know, try to pitch her for that. So make sure you check out the links in the description box. Ice Queen, what do you want to leave the people with? Um, I just want to say that um, this has nothing to do with business. Or I just want to say that um, let's just live life, help the people you can help, and just live life and be happy. That's I think that's just what I'm putting on to in this 2022. Live life and be happy. Well, there um, you go. That, that... <laughs> 
you you guys, if you do nothing else when listening to this, whether you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, or our latest partners at African Young Voices, AYV Radio in Freetown, Sierra Leone, share this with somebody. It will change their life. Be blessed, y'all. Are you tired of the violence, tired of the injustice, police brutality, rampant discrimination, lack of gun control in this failed by a socioeconomic experiment called America? Or maybe you need a break from the relentless grind and want to regain control of your destiny, your wealth, your health, and your purpose. DiversifiedGang.com has the right course for you. Prepare for my first trip to Africa. Looking to reconnect with your roots, start a new business, or just a fresh start. Africa, a.k.a. the motherland, is waiting. Don't let the Chinese and the Mazungus have the fun and also take over the motherland. From Cairo to Mombasa, from Dakar to Cape Town, Africa has something for everyone from business opportunities to the most amazing people, safety, leisure, and landscapes. The opportunities abound. It is time for the diaspora to reconnect with their roots. Time to reconnect with the birthplace of humanity. Africa is the last frontier. Get your head in the game and reclaim your legacy. The writing is on the wall. Babylon is falling. Give up the stress, grind, and violence inflicted on our people on this continent and prepare for a journey of restoration and joy by connecting with the land of your ancestors. Check out our new course and kick off your adventure at diversifiedgame.com. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversify Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifyGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.